you might increase your revenue without hugely increasing your ad spend. Yep. They're certainly worth testing. They are being used more. People are tending to adopt them, but I would almost basically look for anything that's that's new and try it because most people won't do it. And anything that's a bit difficult because there's a barrier to entry like video ads. Hey folks, this is Michael Vesey from Amazing FBA Podcast for Amazon Sellers. I'd like to introduce an episode from our sister podcast, The E-Commerce Leader, which has got a slightly broader remit for all e-commerce sellers. In this deep dive episode, Jason Miles and I deep dive into a key e-commerce topic. Hope you enjoy the show. If you would like resources and links and other help to do with today's episode, just go to amazingfba.com forward slash 426. Welcome back to the e-commerce leader. Today, we're in the middle of a discussion with Jason and myself. As ever, it's just the two of us. So we get a chance to broaden out our discussion. Having discussed the rising costs of things in general recently, today we're in the middle of talking about the rising cost of advertising and what are the seven strategies we can put in place to counteract that and come out with a profit and with the ability to sleep at night and own an e-commerce business, sometimes things that feel like they didn't go together. So stay listening and do listen to the end as well, where you'll have an example of one of those strategies that Jason is an expert in, really world-class in, I would say, and has been using with his clients to great effect. So stay tuned to the end. You'll hear an example of what that is. And also there's money to be won by you personally. So stay tuned. There's a clue there. Stay listening. See you at the end and enjoy the show. So the fifth idea follows on from that, and that's constantly be testing new ads. So you constantly want to look for a new creative in terms of photography, videography, copywriting, headlines, all of the elements that will go into an ad and ask the question, are they working? What's working best? Can I beat my best performer? That split test bake-off, if you will, what's the best thing is it's constantly part of it. And I think a lot of us as advertisers get complacent and we get tired of our own ideas. We get tired of our own topics. We get tired of our own key phrases and keywords. And we just don't spend the time to creatively repackage for a new audience or for an audience that maybe has heard it before and you have to figure out a way to creatively re-engage them. And so I think that constant split testing, constantly altering ideas to try a new thing is really important. I agree with that. I just think two thoughts. The first thing is that the advertising is the flip side of where the ads go to, so the conversion mechanism. So if you're trying to capture email addresses, for example, how well set up is your email capture? Now, obviously, there's a more complex interaction that if you change the traffic, you change how it responds. But let's be simplistic about it and say, if you are finding that advertising to sales ratio or advertising cost per acquisition of an email, for example, is higher than you want it to be, the first thing I would do is tweak the conversion side and be Mm -hmm. testing that. I would A, B test the conversion side, leave the traffic side the same. And then for sure, I would also be testing new ads. That's definitely true. So I think it's both things. It's just... It just struck me that it's easy to see just one side of it. And uh, actually, the good thing about conversion testing is if you get that right, generally it sticks around, whereas advertising costs can go up driven by a platform. Yeah, So totally right. yeah, we hadn't mentioned that so far, but it just occurred to me we ought to. No, you're that. totally right. There's three or four or five components that go into all of these ads, and you do want to test all sides of them. Okay, so that's the fifth idea. The sixth idea is you want to 
try alternate ad platforms. Obviously, if you're only selling on Amazon and you only have the Amazon advertising option available to you, then fair enough. But even in Amazon advertising platform, you've got what, three or four different ad types that you can try. But beyond that, obviously, you can try to acquire new customers and make sales happen off me platforms. Facebook is the muted winner in social. Google is the undisputed winner in search. But there are many other platforms available to you that can you can find success on. And in fact, in advertising, it's a lot of cat and mouse with your competitors. Like, where are they not advertising so that you don't compete with them on pricing on the ads? And so you really don't want to just be where they're at. You want to be where they're not at to really win the day on those places and be where they're at to just be in the mix with them on the places they're at. So by that, I would suggest you look into alternate ads, including things like Pinterest, which is really underused as an ad platform. YouTube, which is very frequently underused because it depends on ad video ads, which Mm -hmm. is a barrier to entry. And then there's all kinds of energy in new ad platforms and TikTok. And there are many new exciting opportunities to spend money in creative ways if you look into broader options beyond just Facebook ads, Google ads, and Amazon ads. Yeah, I agree with that. I love what you said. Be where you be strong where your competition isn't, or they're not very strong. That that makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense especially for the gaps. Yeah. I would say another trend to watch just in general, but particularly with advertising because it's so expensive when it's not good is when you've got a big spike in users joining a platform and they've only just started monetizing or it's just not that used yet. TikTok is the classic example of that. I would have said Amazon ads was that that thing in 2014. Facebook ads was probably that a while ago. So that's an important thing. The other thing is, yeah, if you're an Amazon seller, then you don't have much choice yet. Alternative platforms as such, normally the additional cost won't be wiped out by increased sales, but you can for launch or customer list building go for alternatives. But as you say, The Amazon headline brand ads and video ads are still underused. I'm not sure they're going to reduce your ad spend, but they may buy you more presence, which could drive the overall mix to work more effectively. You might increase your revenue without hugely increasing your ad spend. They're certainly worth testing. They are being used more. People are tending to adopt them, but I would almost basically look for anything that's, that's new and try it because most people won't do it. And anything that's a bit difficult because there's a barrier to entry, like video ads. I think getting good at video ad creation generally is wise because most people are a bit lazy and scared about it. But actually, you could do it a lot more cheaply in e-commerce than most people think. If you put together some quality still photographs, there's still a lot of things with some quite big brands doing that and doing it very effectively. So that's a good skill set in general to get down. Whether it's going to be on YouTube or TikTok or Amazon that it pays off best is going to vary over time. Yeah. But as a skill set, there's generally a mental barrier for most people. So that's a good reason to get it cracked, I think. Yeah, I totally agree. And so it is interesting how much goes into this, isn't it? It's, man, this is like Pandora's box. Yeah, Um, it certainly is. Okay, so the seventh suggestion we have for you is try alternate advertising methods if you are experiencing skyrocketing prices. And what do I mean by these alternates? Not just beyond platform ads not just advertise on Pinterest, advertise on YouTube, but you can try wholly different things with your advertising dollars. And here are a couple. Contests, which is my favorite, which I talk about all the time. You can run a contest and the phrasing that I used previously in this conversation about cost per social action. 
That's the phrase we use when we run contests. And we do this for our clients. We run them and you would be shocked to see how well these work. Frequently, we'll have contests work for clients and their cost per social action is literally pennies on the dollar. And so they're spending pennies to get people to sign up for their email list and follow them on YouTube or take all the actions. And we even have the contest set up for direct response so that when you enter the contest, you get, for example, get give a, a coupon to buy something on your website or one of your products after people enter your contest. Then you have that coupon that you can immediately see how well it monetizes. So you can directly attribute real sales to your contests. So contests are really a Swiss army knife that allow you maximum flexibility. And I love them for many reasons. And I would encourage you to try them if you haven't. I have a whole training on Udemy all about contests. Go check it out. And I really love that one. In fact, spoiler alert, Michael, we're about to launch a contest for our podcast listeners. And I ran a contest that I'm going to announce the winner to in a moment as well. So that's super exciting. But I'd love people to try contests if they haven't. I know it's it feels weird. It's like doing something you've ever tried before. Like when somebody says, hey, you should try a feng shui or you should try to learn uh, some new thing. You're like, what? I don't know anything about that. But trust me, they work really well and you can do well with them. Two, a few other ideas. You can push into influencer marketing. Influencer marketing is all the rage. It continues to be all the rage. I just watched a training by the TikTok marketing team this last week, and their whole angle was finding TikTok video makers that are really successful and using them as influencers. An interesting piece that they said there was, you can go on TikTok, find really creative video makers, and they don't have to be in your niche or industry. And this was the key insight that they were trying to explain. And I was like, do I believe that? And I was like, yeah, maybe I do. You can just go find some interesting video maker on TikTok and then say to them, hey, this is what we do. Do you think you could do an interesting 30 second commercial in essence for us? And you'll get a lot of creative energy, a lot of different style of, you know, art and performance presentation than you would if you just go to your specific industry and use the tried and true influencers in that space. Okay, so that's the second one. Third one would be you should absolutely try text SMS campaigns. We have clients that have ROI on their text SMS campaigns that are literally like insanity. Like, for example, I, it's not uncommon for us to hear, I spent $6 on my text campaigns and I made $4,800. Like, Stuff like that. I hear comments like that frequently from our clients because we're helping them all set up their text SMS marketing. And th that's a whole new universe and it works really well. You've got to try alternates to just straight advertising. There you go. Thoughts on that, Michael? Wow. Certainly some fantastic stuff. First of all, to reflect on the last thing, SMS marketing obviously is SMS is as old as phones are and almost as old as the internet, well, pretty much older. And yet it's been weirdly underutilized by e-commerce sellers to a weird degree, I guess, because it costs a bit of money to sell in text or something. I don't know, but I think it's an open secret in theory. But the fact that your, your clients are getting such incredible results is making me rethink again just whether, in fact, with that kind of level of result, it would actually work for Amazon sellers, even without any email decaps or whatever they ask. And need nurture sequence on that's extraordinary. Yeah. That's really mind blowing. So that's certainly yeah. making me think again. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Influencer marketing is something that, again, even and if it works on Amazon, folks, it's going to work incredibly well at the direct-to-consumer site. Let me put it that yeah. way. Because the economics are so brutal on Amazon. Yeah. Because you get one chance to wipe out your cost of acquisition of a customer with one product sale, occasionally more, but influencer marketing is incredibly effective. It's a lot of hard work. It, is it a paid advertising method? It can be. If you would like resources and links and other help to do with today's episode, just go to amazingfba.com forward slash 426. It can equally be purely social, but in the end, it all comes down to spending money, either managing it, your own staff or whatever. So in a way, it's money in, money out, isn't it? And influencer marketing is great for this reason. You're building relationships and you never know where a business relationship will go. If you pivot in your business in five years time, the same people might help you go a completely different direction. I've seen that more than once. Yeah. The second thing is you're building brand, a reputation and perception of quality and value at the same time as doing direct response, which is brilliant. So if somebody, a third party says, Mike's shoes are the best I've ever tried and you got to try these babies. They're normally $79 a pair, but you can get a special coupon off. You've got an endorsement at the same time as a revenue driver and you've made a friend as well. And so I, I love a relationship based business broadly. Yeah. It's underutilized because it takes work and skill and human skill as well as numbers. Yeah. And for that reason, I think it's just an amazing skill set to develop. The other thing I love about influencer marketing is when, let's take, for example, you go find a TikTok creator who's really good and it makes you, uh, in essence, a commercial. You've paid them to be the influencer. You also get rights to the commercial, the asset, the, the video, if you set it up that way, that you yeah. can then put on your product page. You can use in ads. You, you're paying for an asset. And so that's really valuable. I think of these three things, contest, influence marketing, and text SMS, the most cutting edge, the most effective that I'm seeing is through text SMS hmm. marketing. Now, it is a game for people who have a Shopify site because you have to collect the phone numbers and then you, in essence, can market to the people. And it's really head and shoulders above the rest right now. I think people who, I think people struggle sometimes with contests and sometimes contests don't work for mm. specific brands or audiences. And people struggle with influencer marketing because it's a lot of relational work or it can be. But the text SMS stuff is more what you might call a technical marketer's dream because mm. it's just direct response marketing. It's just collecting the phone numbers with specific strategies and then aiming to those people with specific strategies. And it's really working well. So anyway, so this is our seventh suggestion. Any concluding thoughts on that? And then I want to get to our announcements of our own contest so. as well. I think the final thing I would just want to say, and then I'd love you to recap these, these are great, robust, straightforward, but thought provoking things. So I think the final thing to say is be honest if you're struggling with a particular platform. And if you're forced to use Amazon ads, which as an Amazon based seller, you will have to be, yeah. then be honest if you're struggling with it. I have to say, I, I'm not trying to blow my own trumpet for this, but I think masterminds are great for this. And here's why many agencies exist for Facebook ads, Google ads, or Amazon ads. You will notice that they tend to pride themselves on how much money they have spent. I always have to just pause when I hear that. We've spent 50,000. I'm like, how is this good? That's my money. What they're inclined to do is spend money and be clever. If they're good at getting a return on investment for you, some of them are amazing. Many are variable. I don't know why, whether it's the interaction between my clients and the ads agencies out there, but there are not that many success stories. 
the advertising platforms that are supposed to manage stuff for you sometimes work well, but not as well as advertised normally. But there's normally somebody in the mastermind, in my experience, you've got 10 people who's really good at this stuff and most other people are mediocre or just struggling. If that's you, I would say the following things. And it's really important. First of all, be honest if you suck at this stuff. I'm not great at PPC. I was very tempted to add into some training I was developing recently. And I rewrote the train to remove that so that I'm not teaching that because I'm not great at this stuff. I'm not bad. I've seen them obvious mistakes. I can talk of generalities, but I would never put myself in charge of this. The second thing is you copy strategies or tactics from people that work. That can often be very effective. But in the end, the best people to get to manage for you are the, the people who are doing it or they've got people they've trained yep. or they found that they hired two VAs to manage the ads and, and they only can afford to take one. Take the other one. Those kind of down at home knowing the person intimately situations, that's the only place where I've actually found people get real headway in this stuff. The rest of it that on paper seems to work doesn't seem to work. Agencies, training, I don't know why, but I've not seen a lot of success with the Amazon ads world and more broadly with Facebook ads either. So I don't know what your experience is of that. Yeah, I know. I I totally agree. It's always a love-hate relationship with having is run the work for you. We've gone back and forth. We've had it done different ways over the years. I think the cleanest, smartest way is to have an in-house VA work with you closely. Mm-hmm. I have a friend, he's from Ireland, his name's Mike, I call him Irish Mike. His whole business is based on advertising. He generates leads for salespeople and then sells them. And so he spends a lot of money. I ask him, who do you have do all this for you? He said, I've never been able to have an agency do this for me. I have a couple people who help me and I'm master advertiser. And then he has people who help him. But Because that's the hard part of it is some of this you can try to hand off and you think the expertise of those people will be proven better than your own industry insight yourself. And frequently, I think what we find is you can learn advertising faster than advertisers can learn your industry. Yeah, very well put. I think there's something about numbers generally that can be like that. I think you can possibly learn finance quicker than Mm -hmm. you can teach an accountant about e-commerce. It's weird, isn't it? I have to say that if you're not good at it, you definitely should hire somebody else to train your people. I think the ideal thing is this, to own the mechanisms and the SOPs Mm -hmm. strategies, but not necessarily invent them yourself if you're not good at that. That's when I think copying another person who is good at it and getting somebody else to implement it for you. Yeah. can be a halfway house that can yeah. work. Yeah, it's not yeah. an easy one, but it's worth, worth sweating over that piece. Let me recap the list here, and then we're going to announce a new contest we're kicking off. So that's super <laughs> yeah. exciting. And uh, let's go for it. So this is the recap of the seven suggestions. If your advertising is skyrocketing, your ad spend, stay within your budget range between 8 and 15% of total revenue. Number two is have clear goals. What are you trying to spend the money on and how are you parsing those out? Number three is know your numbers. Calculate things like your cost to acquire a customer, cost per click on platforms, et cetera. Number four is review your ad campaigns often. Don't let them run unchecked and learn to tune them up effectively. Number five is constantly be testing new ad ideas. Number six is try alternates to ad platforms such as advertising on Pinterest, on YouTube, on TikTok, on Bing, etc, etc. Find the alternates. Number seven is try alternates altogether, which include things like contests, influencer marketing, and text SMS marketing. So if you'll do those things, you'll have a good toolbox or set of strategies to combat situations in which your ad costs skyrocket. There you go. Yeah, great list. 
good list. And so I've, I've gone from being a miserable person with skyrocketing ad costs to feeling more empowered now. So hopefully we've taken you on that same journey. And so Absolutely. tell me about that, the contest that we're running, because obviously you're the expert, you've set it up. What about running contests? So to give us the details of that. Yep. Super excited about it. And then we'll do that. And then we'll also announce the winner of a thousand dollar contest I ran not long ago. That's wow. super exciting. I'll tell you about that. And we're going to announce the winner right here. And that'll be a breaking news. Okay. So the contest we're running for the e-commerce leader is at contest.theecommerceleader.com. So just go to contest.theecommerceleader.com. It's a subdomain, obviously, on our site. And you'll be able to enter our contest. We're going to give away a $250 Visa gift card. And the entry methods are to subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> so pick your player of choice. We've got a Spotify or Apple as the two options, or you can certainly do both. You can also refer the contest to your friends and earn points. All of the actions that you do earn you points, and it just will be available to you to enter between now and the end of July 2021, if you're watching this or listening to this far in the future. So it's running from today through July 31st, 2021. We'd love to have you check it out. We'll have links in the show notes. We'll have links in our email. We're doing this because our goal is simple. We want to incent and encourage everyone to become a subscriber to our podcasts on the various players because that's how our podcast gets bitter, better visibility, bigger visibility. And so that's the goal of it. It's void where prohibited, no purchase necessary. If it's prohibited in the UK, Michael, I don't know all the UK laws. So it's void there, it's void there. I know that the state of Rhode Island is keen to open contests like this, so it's void there. But it, if you're in the US, then it's beyond Rhode Island and it's obviously you're eligible to enter. And so we're really excited to kick it off today. And we'd love to have somebody win a $250 Visa gift card, which they can use on advertising somewhere if they'd like, or they can use it to buy some products if they'd like, or just use it however they'd like to in their business or beyond. Excellent. It, there's no laws in the UK that I know of that prohibit contests. It's quite a common thing here. Okay, I don't go. think there's a legal barrier. So as long as it works, and I tested it out earlier, I think it works. So if you're UK based or somewhere else in the world, give it a whirl. If it doesn't work, then apologies. We're not trying to fool anybody here, but I believe it works. Yeah. We'll find out through testing. And that's what we do. Try stuff out and you find out from doing it. So you, the worst thing is you might subscribe to a great podcast and the best thing is subscribe to a great podcast and put yourself in there running for a $250 price. So I don't think there's any big downside and there's a big upside. So the risk reward ratio is in your favor, folks. I would just get on it and subscribe. And do it. And somebody's yeah. going to win. So if you're yeah. the only one who enters our contest, you will be the winner. But we hope that many people will. It's yeah. easy. So contest.theecommerceleader.com is where you see it. And uh, feel free to jump into it. You can enter easily on your phone or on uh, your computer. So either way is great. Yeah. Great. Hey, exciting times. All right. Love it. Okay. Now on to the final point of the show here today. I ran a contest recently and... It was a video-based entry contest, and we had a great time with it. And we basically just asked people, tell us your Amazon sales story, like in general, like what was your, why are you on selling on Amazon and how's it gone? And we got some amazing videos and we used this little tool called Video Ask. It's just a little app and it's actually quite a good tool if you want to check it out. It's cool. And you make a very simple little contest. And we did that and we got some fantastic videos back. 
And we were giving away a $1,000 gift card. And so the winner is Susan Gilbert. Susan, way to go. Thank you for entering the contest. And thank you, everyone who entered the contest. It was really cool. And honestly, people's entries were really awesome. So we're going to make a montage video out of it. We told everybody we'd be using it publicly. And so we're going to make a little montage. And in one of our upcoming challenges or public trainings, we'll have that be one of the video components to it on the front end. Susan, way to go. Thank you for your fun entry. And we're really excited that you won. Hopefully you'll have a blast with a thousand bucks. Hey, nice, nice juicy prize. By the way, I think everybody should go through your contest, including the e-commerce leader one, because you're such a master of them. And just look at the marketing asset you've gained from that. And there's nothing to stop that being an e-commerce version Mm -hmm. either. It's just the greatest video marketer that I know of, Rick Cesaro, who was behind so many of the innovations in the 80s and 90s of Direct Response TV, basically, is was that the main thing he did was go and interview yeah. users of the products and then yeah. put that together and it's you learn a heck of a lot about your product that way so if it's not yeah. so good you don't have to put it on air you can learn from it but yeah. also you can learn what people are really passionate about yeah. and then it's amazing just as reviews are social proof and increased conversion rates video testimonials do the same thing so super smart man and uh, i'm glad you've got such great results and this is the way to go you've just neatly wrapped up the episode with an example living example of how great contests can be in terms of what you get from it as a marketer. There you go. Awesome. As always, it's an honor. So let's wrap up the podcast here and then we'll see people in the next episode. So thanks everybody for listening. And as always, if you would like resources and links and other help to do with today's episode, just go to amazingfba.com forward slash 426.